Ladies and gentlemen. I like to know. Are you ready for start time? Yeah. Okay, well, let me kind of move these things around here, you know. Ladies and gentlemen, I don't know what this is coming down through the audience. But look like it just came out of the basement. And we are back. I am Eric. This is awesome. He's Paul. He's been here all week. We are the Fat Packs in this. It's Beckett Radio. What's up, Paul? Saw, dude. Saw, man. How you doing today? Man, I'm going to tell you something. Okay, what's up? I, there's nobody in this office there's this nobody. week, man. <laughs> and the, the silence is deadly. Deadly. Yeah. I mean, it's been like three of us, and man, it's been rough. Everybody went on vacation at the same time. You did. I mean, Someone on a cruise. You went up north. Um, a couple people are out for just different reasons. A couple people are sick. Good night. There was nobody here, dude. Just nobody at all? Nobody. Well. Nobody but me and my thoughts. (laughs) (laughs) You and Matt. Yeah. Did you and Matt become best friends? You know, possibly. Possibly. Possibly in his mind. Have I been been replaced? (laughs) No. Gosh, no. (laughs) No, not at all. You know what? I'm going to be honest with you. Uh. I, I can just I completely turn turn this place off while I was gone. You did no tweets, no yeah. Facebook. I mean, no Facebook about Beckett. Nothing. Yeah, a little, a very, very little, uh, very little sports action going on. I mean, I wanted, I couldn't completely do away with Twitter. I had to let them know that I was still there. We, right. were, we were still here. Right. But uh, like, I was like, this is the first time in a very long time that I was, I went on vacation, and I was like, I, I vacated. Vacate. There you go. <laughs> you know, Good stuff. I went on vacation, and I enjoyed it. Uh, we'll get into that a little bit later, but um, first we got to give a fantasy update, uh, much to the chagrin of a couple of particular people out there in Twitterverse. But that's okay. We got to at least give one. Um, I'm gonna be real honest with you, and here's my fantasy update. I wasn't paying attention at all. Yep. I, I don't know what happened. I'm not even gonna look it up this morning. <laughs> <laughs> well, I can, I can, I can do a little better than that. Okay. Um, I haven't been paying a whole lot of attention. <laughs> I realized today that I have four of my pitchers are on the DL. Or suspended, mm. uh, so <laughs> that doesn't do well. That doesn't do well. No, I am. Uh, I'm rocking. After ten weeks, I'm rocking three and seven. There you go. So I feel like I'm back in high school. Uh, it's about the grades I got in high school. So um, that's kind of how I'm feeling right now. Playing on the golf team. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, anyway, I got two, uh, four guys are rocking it, man. Team James eight and two. Uh, corn Belters are eight and two. Uh, they're one two in their respective divisions. Maryland Can of Corn and Boston Trump twenty twenty are seven and three and and uh, one two in their respective divisions. Uh, out of ten teams, I am ninth overall, so I'm not the bottom dweller. Uh, thank you to whoever is. <laughs> so I appreciate that. Uh, I'm gonna try to, uh, as they say, uh, turn a corner. Sure. Um, maybe actually run a base or two run and base uh, or two. try to. Uh, to uh, pick up a few pitchers and, and get myself Speaking back of running in. running a base, I did see this. Did you see that Jose Bautista stole second base on a walk? Yes. That, that was, was pretty ridiculous. That was fantastic. <laughs> you know why he did, though, right? Because Odor wasn't there to stop oh, him. Oh, I see. I see. <laughs> Ruggie was, Ruggie he was, was not there to knock him out. All right, man. Well, that, that, there's your fantasy update. All of uh, two, two, two and a half seconds. There you go. Hope you guys are happy with that. If you're not, well, then, you know. We'll figure out something. Yeah, we'll figure something out. I gotta fix my volume here. Something's going on with my mic. You are but, all over the place. But I'm gonna fix it. Fix it, fix it. Look, he's like staring at it. He's hitting I am. buttons. I don't it's know. It's kind of scary. Hope yeah. it doesn't blow up. I hope me too. I think that's better. All right, good. Okay, so that happened. Now, uh, I was gone for eight days. I'm only back today because I'm leaving again tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> Insane, man. Um, 
what what new products came out? Anything new? Yeah, um, we had a few things. Um, we had a sixteen seventeen studio basketball uh, made a comeback. I think it's that? been since 09, 10, something like that, 2009, 2010. You guys opened that yesterday, right? We did. We opened it yesterday. Um, they got these really cool inserts uh, called From Downtown. Okay. And it's kind of like they're, they're two per case, one per inner uh, case. Uh, so that's every eight boxes. Uh, they kind of resemble like the Kaboom type thing, um, but just guys that, that can shoot the ball from downtown. Sure. And uh, we actually pulled one, which was cool. We got a uh, Devin Booker. Uh, out of ours, so that was very nice. But uh, yeah, I've seen some of those. Uh, they look awesome. Uh, stuff's about ninety ninety five a box. Uh, one auto, one mem. Uh, shot at some cool inserts. Um, I like it because they have like a base flat matte card. You get a couple of those, and then you get like this gold foil kind of card uh, in there as well. You get a couple of those. So uh, I know we hit a few Simmons on those, and uh, they just look sharp. Okay. Look, look very sharp for for studio. Um, then we had Revolution Soccer. Uh, pretty much just like all the other Revolution products, the autographs are one every eight boxes or so. Damn, that's um, tough. It is tough. Um, you get your. Um, we have not opened that yet here. Uh, we got a couple boxes. We haven't gotten to that yet. But they're uh, they're sixty sixty five a box. You're going to get some uh, you know different parallels to the uh, to the designs on the back of them, uh, and then you're going to get your one number card under a hundred, uh, one serial number card out of a hundred under a okay. hundred uh, per box. Um, but you know the cards look cool. It's just, uh, it's not definitely not a hit-driven product, that's for sure. Um, and then, you know, the the creme de la creme, what everybody was waiting for, uh, 2017 Top Series 2 hit the market on Wednesday. Um, you know, that it's it's almost like a, uh, I don't know, it's like nobody should release product that week when that, when that stuff comes out because <laughs> everybody just eats up the tops, man. The set, it's got a little bit of something for everybody. You know, the set collectors love it. They want to get their, their sets and, and finish them. Tons of inserts, tons of parallels, tons of numbered. Um, got your autos and relics. They just do some do some cool stuff. Uh, your regular boxes about sixty five seventy. You're going to get an auto or relic. Uh, your jumbos are going to be about one twenty or so. Uh, you're going to get one auto and two relics uh, on those guys. Um, so that's really it. Uh, unless we want to talk about, I, I figure we save this for a little later. Talk about what Leaf did uh, yesterday. Yeah, we're as definitely. far as a new product. So we'll talk about that in a little bit. Um, we have a little bit more time. But yeah, that's a. Uh, it's pretty much what's 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 out and uh, what's shaking right now. Sweet. Now, when I was gone, we did get some uh, some new pricing done. Uh, I didn't get any new pricing done, but uh, we did. We did. We had a crew back here, evidently a skeleton crew back here working. <laughs> um, I don't know if I mentioned it during the last show, but uh, Panini Black Gold Soccer, yes, was done. Uh, yes, you did not mention that. Okay, so that was that was done. A um, couple baseball products, uh, tops. Pro debut with that insane Tim Tebow yes. short print was done. I don't SSP. And then uh, Inception. Yes. Inception baseball. Then uh, we have three non-sport products. Let me get these right. I want to okay. get them right. Uh, Guardians of the Galaxy. Okay. From Upper Deck. Flash from Cryptozoic. And 007, oh, what is the name of that one? The Retrospectives 007. Yeah, I, I didn't open that. With the, with the Roger Moore autographs in them. So right, right. Everybody was going crazy about those. Yeah. Um, what else happened? On the football side, we got uh, Majestics done. Okay. What we could price. There's right. a lot of it that, that is really low numbered. Uh, Classics is done. And I think that's all for right now on the football side of things. Okay, well, there you go. Classics so, and, and we're starting on starting on Prestige now, trying to knock that out. Awesome. So very awesome. Very awesome. Now, uh, it's been a skeleton crew. You said, uh huh. Yeah, as you, as, <laughs> as I you, yawn, as you yawn, <laughs> as I yawn. Yes. <laughs> uh, but 
So the office has been pretty quiet, mostly because I'm not here. Let's well, that, let's, well let's I'm, I'm be being honest. honest. Yeah. Let's just be honest. honest. I'm, I'm not here, so uh, it, it, it has been quiet. I didn't do a lot of tweeting, as we mentioned, but uh, I did interact with a few of you. I, before we move on to the to the next segment, and we got two great interviews lined up for you, one with uh, Top Shelf Breaks, Chris Keller, who just messaged me, who was ready to go. Sweet. And, and then um, Mr. Tavon Mason, former New York Jets wide receiver Tavon Mason, uh, UVA alum has a great organization that uh, if you're in the Baltimore area, I think you guys should uh, check out, get behind if you can. It's, uh, it's fun. Um, both of those are coming up, but I got to tell you about the most oddly placed collector's item I seen. Okay. While I was uh, on vacation. All right. So we were staying with my wife's aunt. Okay. Okay. Mostly because it was free, so that's why. <laughs> <laughs> That's why we were staying there. Her name is Aunt Nancy. What's up, Aunt Nancy? Thanks for uh, thanks for having us. I really really enjoyed your hospitality. Now she is a very um, quirky, okay, quirky person. You can say quirky, uh, eccentric. Okay, okay. She has like she has a bunch of like old decanters like all over her house, right? And like <laughs> we were sitting at breakfast this morning, I'm just looking at. Th- she's not a big drinker, you know. She okay. but she just collects these old decanters. And they're everywhere. They're everywhere. And I'm, I'm looking around. All I'm seeing is dollar signs, right? Right, right. <laughs> <laughs> Megan's like, what? every time you look at something, you just see the money. Well, I'm sorry. I'm an op- that, entrepreneur. That, that's what that, I do. That's what we do. So she has all that. It's crazy stuff. She has these two life-size stand, uh, stand-up cutouts of, okay. of, of Mr. Spock and Captain Kirk. Oh. Now, I understand completely why she has them. Uh-huh. She is, she's older. She's, she's in her 60s. Okay. She lives by herself. Okay. okay. So she kind of has these kind of just standing around in her house to maybe ward off, you know, ma- to let make people think that, you know, she's not home alone. Okay. So like, like in Home Alone. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Where he got all the mannequins and stuff. And, exactly. And the whole thing. Okay, I got you. It's kind of like I gotcha. that. But, dude, she, at the end of the hall, we're like... Where there's a hallway at the end of her hall. Is this is where it gets creepy? No, 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 oh, no. Okay. She has this this Kirk standing right by her door, and like, I'm every time I would turn the corner, I'm like, oh god, dang. <laughs> <laughs> just <laughs> like I knew it was there too. But and every, he still got you. Yeah, every time he still got me. But that that wasn't it. The most oddly placed collector's items thing I saw was she had this old Rainier beer. For you Twilight fans, you should know what Rainier beer is. Um, had this old Rainier beer like mirror, right? Oh, all right. With etching on it, it said Rainier beer. And then in the corner, in the left-hand corner of this Rainier beer sign, mirror, was a hot score hot guns boomer sizing card. Boomer. I'm, I'm like, like for no reason at all. Like, I where did this come from? Boomer. That's a great card. Ninety score. Yeah, ninety score. She's a Seahawks fan, right? You know, right. She, she's a Mariners fan first, and then a Seahawks fan, and she's got. All this real crazy campy stuff, and then this boomer sizing card out of nowhere. It's weird. So he's on the Jets on that card, right? No, 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 no. Yeah. He's a he's a, he's in a Bengals uniform. Oh, he's a Bengals he's uniform. A Bengals. Okay. But it's still it's weird. It was just weird. That is weird. I don't know, but uh, is weird. shout out to Aunt Nancy for opening your uh, opening your door. We we spent the week in her RV. Okay. Uh, again, free. So I'm not complaining. Not complaining. It was completely completely uh, free of charge there. So we we stayed in uh, in the RV. I am just stiff and sore. All right, I'm sure. In places that I've never been stiff and sore before. 
But uh, that was an interesting experience. And uh, one other one other outtake. This weather here is freaking ridiculous. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, I got off the plane yesterday and it was 95 at the, you know at, at seven o'clock at night or whatever. We when we left Washington it was 54. Jeez. That would have been nice. Good Lord, man. It was just a stark difference. In well, I got in my car this morning at 5.15 a.m., mm-hmm. and the thing says 85 degrees. That's it's just staring at me, That's and I'm like, much. it's way too early to be that hot. Yeah. Way too early. You just don't even want to do anything at that point. No, not at all. That's crazy. All right. Uh, we're going to get to this first break. When we're going to come back on the other side of the break with an interview with uh, Top Shelf Breaks' Chris Keller, the chief break officer. He is... Uh, awake and ready to go so he has some new things that he wants to tell you about if you're in the chicago area be sure to be paying attention because we're going to have a giveaway uh he or i'm sorry he has a giveaway for you guys that that he's doing i think it's just a national national giveaway anyways and speaking of national giveaway we have another set of tickets to give away tickets 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 tickets, tickets. look for that link later up on gleam uh on our website so you can or i'm sorry on our twitter page so you can get in on that the first uh the first winner mike s he he received his tickets. He's all ramped up and ready to go. Sweet. Uh, he says it's going to be his first national. He's going to make the four-hour drive to wherever he's wherever he's coming from. So, uh, be looking for those up later. But uh, first, first up is a quick break, and then top shelf breaks. You guys hang tight. Boom. This is Super Bowl champion Evan Mathis for Rebuyers.com, and you're listening to Beckett Radio. All right, guys, we're back after that quick break. And joining us now on the phone is, well, he's the breaker of, of, of Beckett Radio. He's, he's top shelf breaks. Chris Keller, what's going on, man? Well, hello, fellows. How are you nice doing, sir? I hear your voices again. It's nice. We haven't spoke since uh, the industry summit, right? It was the industry summit. Jeez. Which seems like it was eons ago, but really it was just probably a few weeks, maybe it's a month or two. Yeah, a couple yep. couple months ago. But uh, we had a good time with you there. Uh Appreciate all the love you left us. Uh, took us out to lunch, had a had a nice lunch. You left us a nice little note on your way out. I'm sorry we didn't get to see you before you, before you jetted, but uh, it was nice to finally meet you in person and, and meet your lovely wife. And everything worked out good. And so thanks for coming on with us there. Absolutely, and as always, you know you guys are so cordial and inviting and accepting and, and welcoming. So thanks for having me. Not a problem, man. Hey, anytime, it's good times. Good times. Anytime there's food involved, you can count us in. All right. Here's the thing, though. I was thinking about this. I now have to, as you guys grow, I got to contact your managers and your agents now to get through to you to see if we can set something up to get together. I don't know what's up with that, man. We go way back. We do. Well, we'll we'll see if we can we can knock some of those walls down. All right. But yeah, walls are. Can you big... let your managers and your agents and your people know that when I call, like, can you just put me through to you, and that would be awesome. I will. We'll no, see, I'm just you know, kidding. You, you have to realize, though, walls are a big deal it. in Texas, so we'll have to really work around that. All right. So. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, good stuff, man. Well, what brings yeah. you on, man? What do you, I know you want to talk about a couple of things. Uh, what do you want to talk about first? Well, I'll tell you, it feels like October and June right now. Mm. Uh, with, with baseball as hot as it is, we just really can't keep baseball in stock, and the demand has been like I have not felt or seen before. So that's good for all of us. I don't know if it's a, a national, like everyone's feeling good and wants to spend a lot of money thing, or if it's the players driving it. Um, what is it? I, it? It's awesome. I'll tell you that. So I just there's new products coming out this year, some high-end stuff from Tops. Um, someone's calling me. I'm on a very important call with Beckett Radio. 
There you go. I think I think you know what to answer your question maybe partially answered. I think a lot of it, and I, I I'm not I'm not shit spilling any secrets here, but a lot of it's Aaron Judge, man. He's he's yeah. really driving everything, right? Absolutely. That's 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 certainly the focal point of it all. And I think there's some extraneous players on the fringes there. Like um, I don't want to screw his name up because I screw it up every night, and I get emails and tweets about it. Andrew B. at <laughs> Boston. <laughs> Or Benny, for short, we call him. Benny's is doing really well, you know, making some noise. And, and Cody Bellinger down there in L.A. So there's there's a lot of demand right now. And yes, Aaron Judge is just lighting it up, dude. Lighting it up. He he, he certainly is. He's just he's on fire. He's he's setting all kinds of crazy rookie records. And you know, he, well, I'm a skeptical. I'm the guy that's like, okay, we've all seen this before with the, you know the Trevor stories and these guys that bust out Scooter Jeanette a couple weeks ago, two weeks ago already. But Aaron is holding true. Right now all the Yankees fans are clenching their fist at me. He's real, dude. Relax. <laughs> so cool. it's driving it, and I love it. So each week what I've been doing is creating little extra bonuses and promotions around baseball and baseball breaks, whether they be, you know, giveaways from uh, Hall of Fame auto balls or – Jerseys. Uh, we got some really cool Correa stuff we're doing. Just being excited about baseball. Waiting for football, of course. But right now, it's all about baseball. You, you mentioned Correa, man. There's not a team hotter right now than than the Astros and that young nope. core coming. They, they all said, "Just wait a couple of years. Wait a couple of years." I think they're probably a year ahead of probably where they should be. But God dang that core! If you could just put that lineup out there every night, you're you're gonna win. Yeah. Some new dude just came up last night. His first at bat, he hit a home run, and then he had like two or three RBIs. Got another hit. Derek Fisher, so, that guy's amazing. Yeah, yes. Derek Fisher. Yep. So the Astros. So I've been doing a lot of of Astros stuff um, lately um, from our friends uh, that send it to us, and I add into the breaks in weekly. Buying a spot, you're in for the Correa autograph bat. You buy a spot, you're in for the Correa 16 by 20. So there's lots of Houston stuff right now because I think come October. Everybody's going to know about those Astros, you know, mainstream. So that's been fun. So just got a hashtag, of course. Wouldn't be the Beckett Show without a hashtag of October and June. So if you follow that, go to the website. You'll see all the baseball breaks uh, that we have going on. I like that. You know, Chris is he's a genius. You know, they always hear that Christmas in July. I've never heard October and June. I love it. Well, that's I because it. I just made it up right now off the top of my head. That's awesome. I want to be inside <laughs> your head for just a little bit, not too long, just a little bit. But that's what it feels like. That's the excitement that I feel in in the chat room and, um, you know, just talking to different people, the distributors and everybody and you guys about baseball right now. So, you know, we'll roll with that. We'll make it fun. We'll, we'll, we'll enhance that excitement about baseball right now. Awesome. Now let's move on, yep. to, let's move on to, the, to the next, the randomizer that you're using in Top Shelf Breaks. What's up, what's up with that? Oh, you saw that. So what I wanted to do is um, I wanted to – we're all about – Super transparency, if, if by all means. And what it is, it's the premium service, premium paid service with random.org. And it's not the regular list randomizer. It's the one that is verified and authenticated at the website. So every random that's done, when we random your names and the teams or for prizes or whatever, there's a code you get at the bottom. And that code can be put in at random.org. And through random.org, it then verifies, yes, this random was done through our server, through random.org. And it's just a way to really put a lot of people at ease because I get a lot of new people. I think they feel comfortable coming here. 
to know that, hey, it's done through random.org. Not that everyone else is not. They are. They really are. It's just the extra step to show that it is. Do you know what I mean? Absolutely. So I mean, you're, you're it, it added a few extra steps in the process that I have to do, but once I got the hang of it, it's just as fast as, as the other way. That's perfect. So. I mean, you're, you're top shelf breaks. So they, they're coming to you, and they're expecting the best, and, and you're delivering, man. You're over-delivering with that, yeah, that sense of, you know, there's too many Brandon Cooks out of 99 situations, and this is, <laughs> you know, yes. this is definitely helping ease some people into, uh, you know, into to checking you out. So that's awesome, man. It's good yep. to hear. Yep, that Brandon Cooks 99. I love when we made it on Raw, and we, 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 it's, it's, it's sad, but it's also a goof. Because it just is, uh, you know, was fodder, and it got me thinking, you know, fodder for goofing, but it's real. And I know, and I know many, who we are and what we do. However, there's new people. There's brand new people that come in and see stuff, so they need to know that, oh, it's through random.org, and there's the code. And look, yes, it was actually ran through random.org. So that's because the other way you can't verify that. You just can't. It is realistic. There's a thing down there. You can see the little lockbox. But I wanted to just, like you said, step it up and make sure that they definitely know for, for the new people that are coming in. And, and the regulars and the veterans, they like it. Because you can always go back and look, too, if you want. It's all stored there with that code. There you go. That's Every random. Yep. He's covering all his bases. Uh, you, you said step it up. So uh, I'm going to make a, a, a soft transition into uh, Top Shelf <laughs> Breaks Father's Day and your new hashtag, hashtag, TSB Fathers. Um, tell us what's up with this, man. And you guys do your homework. I love it. <laughs> well, it's Father's Day weekend, obviously. And um, I just put together some – I wanted to do some things outside of just a regular break. So I put together a multi-sport break, which would be um, a mixer of uh, baseball and football. And get one team from each. So that's a cool little mixer, of course, with all the goodies uh, blended into it. Uh, we're giving away a bunch of cool stuff, extra jerseys and, and autographed baseballs and big items and an iPhone and a bunch of cool stuff just to kind of give back to the dads. And, of course, I'll do a kid's break for the fathers to bring their kids into the chat room on Saturday night, and we do some little smaller breaks uh, or family breaks for them. So basically it's just a lot of father-focused, father-focused, just made that up, father-focused kind of breaks, you know. Um and I have news for you guys. Okay, what's up? Are you ready for this? I'm ready. We are going to do on Saturday night a very special Fat Packs Gold Quest break. Oh! Yes. So it's the Beckett Radio Fat Packs break. So what I'm going to do, Father's Day weekend, Saturday night, they're just going to use your hashtag, which is Fat Packs, right? Hashtag Fat Packs? Hashtag Fat Packs. So that, get, that gets used all the time. So all I'm going to do is go in there and pull out random winners, I'll do it live, and add them into the break. And the break will be our fat gold packs. You like that? Fat gold packs. And there will be cards in there, hits, uh, redemptions. I'll build a a mini break around that, and we'll just bust that out on Saturday night. So hashtag fat packs, topshelfbreaks.com. They'll see it there, and we'll have fun on Father's Day uh, Eve, Saturday night. Boom. That's awesome, man. Good stuff. That's like, that's right up there with food for me. Like that's just awesome. <laughs> yeah. Good deal, man. I, awesome. I'll, I'll put in some. I'll go get a gift card for some food place. So then it's even like better. Even it's, better. It's a cool fat packs break with food. With food, man. No, no one's breaking with food. You realize that, right? That's <laughs> yeah. new. That's new. We give away free pizza. 
I'm literally going to do it. I'm going to put a freaking Domino's gift card inside there this weekend for you guys. Good deal, man. See, I like this. We need to we need to have these brain chats more often, man. I know. We really do. Good stuff. We really do. Good stuff. All right, so what else, what else is next on the horizon here for you? What else you got going on? Well, you guys are going to be at the National. We are. That is true. So I want to know two things. Okay. What your plans are for the National, not to f- turn the tables on you, but I am curious if you guys are going to be set up there. Maybe you're not ready to disclose everything, but I want to find out about that. And also, I want to make a personal invite to you guys right now to come to our table and our booth at the National and be one of our guest breakers uh, during the National, maybe up on the main stage or something. I would love that if you guys would join us um, for some breaks at the National. Heck Home yeah, Field man. Advantage, TSB Chicago. That's awesome. That would be yeah. fantastic. Yeah. I, I, you know what? I'll even come. You don't have to even bring any food. No food? No food. Uh, but we're going to have to make sure that there's structural supports on the main <laughs> stage <laughs> so we can we actually <laughs> get up there. packs are arriving. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> we're going to need some uh, braces or something there so we can get up there and actually do the breaks. Because, I mean, I'll just be honest, there's going to be a lot of awesome up on that stage, and I don't know that... Um, that well, I think we can handle it. Okay. I think we can handle it. I mean, if it can hold the monsters we're going to be pulling, I'm sure it can hold the fat pack. There I mean, you go. <laughs> okay. Awesome. We will do that. We will come uh, prepared to be a guest breaker for uh, TSB in Chicago, uh, given the Chicago guys the home field advantage there. Now, uh, as our plans, we are going to be there set up. We're going to have, um, you know, I, I, I've heard rumor. I don't know that it's completely true, but I've heard rumor that we're going to have some uh, some fat packs cards possibly oh. so you can come by and uh, you know pick one up we'll, we'll sign it for you if you if you want to, if you so choose to have it signed i guess we'll sign it for you <laughs> <laughs> um so we'll, we'll have that going on uh, i've heard rumor of some t-shirts too that i'm not a hundred percent on but i yeah. think think i think those are going to happen that would be great and i'll talk to you guys off the air but i have some ideas for you all that we can talk about to help facilitate all that if you already have it going but i have some ideas for you guys too you know i love the whole marketing and, and, and promotion element at a show. So that will be awesome. I sure would hope I would get a shirt or two to give away to my listeners if there's Fat Packs national shirts. Oh, for sure. The, the problem right now is just there's a cotton shortage, and they're just trying to figure out how to make them big enough for us. So that's what they're working on. So we're just <laughs> oh, yeah. we're working on the details of that. So I, th- I think it'll be okay, though. I wasn't aware of the depletion in cotton currently, but okay. <laughs> you ever tried to order a 5X? <laughs> 5X! So, oh, I wanted to, the, the national, as we're talking about it, um, I love them. They're, they're, they're so much fun. And this year, and I'm sure you guys are finding this out as you travel and, and do different events and shows, you learn what to do at the next ones, and you also learn things you're not going to do anymore. So after a few nationals, I, I've really fine-tuned the process with regards to the breaks and our monster VIP packages that we set up. So this year, we'll talk about it as we get closer, but it's going to be extremely Streamline, guys, when you go in and buy your VIP monster package, you get credits in addition to what you bought in the gold packs. You know all those items that show up the day after the National or of the National that sell for $50,000? Sure. We're going to give everybody a shot at those, as oh. we do every year, but it's going to be much easier to track. You'll know exactly what you're getting. It's built into our system, so we're excited about launching that um, at the National. Awesome. You know what? Yeah. I'm having a, I'm having a brainchild right now as we speak. Um, we, we have, uh, I think we have four sets left of some, some national admission tickets for, uh, 
for guys to give away. So what I want to do, Chris, is let's let's give away four tickets to the national through Top Shelf Breaks on an upcoming break with you guys. Can really? we do that? Yeah, let's do that. Just like free admission to the national. Yep. It's I my my idea or not my idea, but Paul and I's idea is uh, to get families to go. So you yeah. know, a dad and their kids, you know, his kids or whatever. Um, so we got we got four tickets for you. Let's give let's give those away. Let's do it. A block of four. Yes, a block of four. The family block from the Fat Packs at Beckett Radio. Yes. And TSB. Yes. Okay. Let's do that. So uh, we'll talk off air and uh, figure out how to do that best. But let's give them away soon so we can get them to the to the right person. Uh, that is awesome. Thank you, and I, I'll be excited to do that. And that's the best thing about these calls that we do because they're really like our regular calls, except it's being broadcast. Sure. So we think <laughs> <laughs> we think of stuff as we're talking, and we'll do that. Awesome. That's great. Thanks, man. Awesome. All right, man. Yeah, and we'll have a bunch of stuff as well that we'll do together, and it's going to be a good time. And by the way, just so you know, it's in Chicago, so the snack bar pizza mm-hmm. is far better than anywhere else you would find in Cleveland now, or now, New Jersey. That's. I actually wanted to talk to you about the pizza. Just saying. Because, uh, see, I, I've been told that, the, like, Giordano's, is that, am yeah. I saying that right? Now, see, that's not really. I heard that's kind of a newer thing. That whole deep dish pizza, the neighborhood pizza, is really where it's at. And is that true in the Chicago area? Yeah, there's. Um, it, it is, but they're literally like they're like corner bar slash cafes. These okay. Places, and they are thin crust, and um, they cut them in squares. Mm. And that's. I'm not a fan of that. I'm a fan of believe it or not, sacrilege here. I do like New York style thin floppy pizza cut in a triangle. Amen. You know what I'm talking about? <laughs> but yes, awesome. there is the little neighborhood corner spots that have square cut thin crust pizza. Awesome. I, I'm, I'm, not, I'm not opposed to that. I just know that Giordano's, you got to wait like an hour and a half for a pizza, and I'm just not down. I'm, when I'm hungry, I'm hungry. I don't want to <laughs> I don't want to wait for my food. <laughs> yeah, you want to walk up to the counter and grab a couple slices, yeah, you know, or exactly. grab your pizza. So you can yeah. do that at the National. Trust me, there's plenty of going to be pizza there. And now will there be Chicago dogs there in the at the at the vendors? They do have those as well. Awesome. They do. I'm Paul's all out on it. It all, man. <laughs> awesome. Okay, let's talk and about beer. Uh, beer. Ice cold beers. <laughs> let's talk about uh uh your your new hashtag TSB. FCBC for the collector. So tell us what that is. Oh my goodness, you guys! Yeah, it's. Um, I just wanted everyone to to know and be reminded that I slash we really are collectors. Not that everyone else isn't, but sometimes people get caught up in this whole value thing. You know, like gotta get a big hit, gotta get a big hit, gotta get a big hit, gotta get a big hit. It's not about that. We're collectors as well. So it's for collectors, by collectors. That's what that was. And every once in a while, I'll go in and grab a winner out of that hashtag and send them a little PC pack of their favorite teams and players. So we'll do that this weekend. It's hashtag TSBFCBC, for collectors, by collectors. And we'll just pick some winners and send them PC packs. You know, they're not giant monster hits, but they're just little packs of rookies of your favorite players, your favorite teams. Just cool stuff that I find in in the TSB prize closet, and we send them out to the collectors because they love that stuff. And I don't ever want to get away from that. I don't want it to always be about all we do is NT and immaculate and definitive. Like that's not what we do here. We do it all, but it's about collecting the cards and the little sets and and the rookies and stuff like that. So, just a reminder for collectors by collectors. Thanks for asking. You guys are awesome, and you do your homework, and I love it. 
That's uh, that's fantastic because I mean, let's let's be honest. Everybody loves Mail Day, you know. Whether yep. you get you get twenty cards or one card or, or a high dollar card or a little card, everybody loves that thrill of getting packages in the mail and, and opening it up and, and and just getting something. So that that's really cool. I think that's gonna that's gonna be a big thing for you. It is. And Nate uh, here, TSB Nate does. He's the guy that goes through these tons of cards each week, guys, and sorts them into the divisions or to the teams. And he is very very good at adding in extra stuff because someone already has a stack there and he sees cards from that team. He'll just throw them in there because it's not a whole lot of extra time for him to have to do. And I, I direct him to do that. You know, like, you hook these guys up, put more stuff in their mail days. I don't want them taking an extra 12 hours a day to sort through every single little card. But we want your mail days to be exciting, you know. And we just work hard to do that. We're very conscious of that here. At TSB. Awesome. Awesome. All right, yep. Chris, I hate to do this to you, but we got to run. We got to go uh, get some pricing done. We have magazines to do this week, so uh, we have some, oh, yeah. some, oh, real, yeah. some real work we got to do. <laughs> um, I, I, I'm just so um, happy to talk to you guys. I'm glad we have like our conference call that we broadcast live. That's, <laughs> that's always cool. That's really fun. <laughs> it's, it's really and fun. I appreciate it. So we'll, we'll, we'll get those tickets going for the National from Beckett Radio. Um, you know, we'll see you guys. Geez, believe it or not, what is it? Four, five, six weeks away. Yeah, six National. weeks away. Yep. Um, I do want to tell you something before I let you go. Um, yeah. A couple of weeks ago, we had Buck City Breaks on the show, and yeah. they were very adamant that they got into breaking because of Chris Keller. So, what? Uh, I just wanted to tell you that you are you are influencing a whole new set of breakers out there, sir. Wow, man, I appreciate that. That's very humbling to hear. Those guys are awesome. I've been watching them. I've been helping them. I've been giving them some insight and some direction. I know they were on the show a couple weeks ago. Good dudes. I don't know if you know it or not, but they like Ohio State. Yeah, oh, guys. I heard that. <laughs> <laughs> I heard that. So that's, that's nice to hear. I appreciate you passing that along to me. I, it means a lot because that's kind of what drives me to do because I've been there. It's a long road to get where we're at. A long way to go, but so far so good. So thank you. Thank you, sir. Thank All right. You. Uh, like I said, we're up against it. we got to go do some pricing. But, All uh, right. Thank you very much for jumping on with us, sir. You got it, guys. Have a good rest of your week. Thank you. All right, you too. See ya. Hi, this is Sean Bender with Still City Collectibles, and you're listening to Beckett Radio. All right, guys, we're back after that quick break. And uh, joining us on the phone now is a uh, former UVA alum. Well, he is he's not a former UVA alum. He is a UVA alum. Uh, former New York Jet, uh, an all-around awesome guy with his wonderful foundation and, uh, and book. I uh, want to give him an opportunity to talk about that. But uh, Tavon Mason, wide receiver, DB coach at Stevenson University. How are you doing this morning, sir? I'm doing good. Thank you all for having me on, man. This is real awesome. Thank you. And I, get it, I got that right. It's Stevenson, uh, Stevenson University, right? That, yes, uh, awesome. So you've been there for uh, you're the DB D, the DB coach there. You've been there for about four years. Yep, I'm going on my third season as a as a uh, corners cornerback coach. Uh, my first year there, I coached a tight end. So you know, go figure. You go from wide receiver coaching tight ends to coaching the corners. There you go. There you go. Good stuff, right. man. It's like a uh, well-rounded type person there, right? right. <laughs> Good stuff. So, um, so you grew up in Maryland, right? Is that correct? Yep, 
Blew up in uh, Baltimore, Maryland. That's awesome, man. I'm from Maryland. We don't get anybody on the show from Maryland, so I'm excited about this. It's good stuff. <laughs> right, I'm excited, too. When you told me you were from Rockwell, so there we go. Yeah, man, for sure. <laughs> for sure. Good stuff. So you're you're just kind of a – let's talk about your high school career quickly because you went to Woodlawn and uh, you, you, you kind of played a little bit of everything. You were, a, a, let's see, a quarterback, a running back, a DB. So what was your favorite position to play in high school? Um, I didn't. Have, I didn't have uh, one particular one. It, it, I got. I kind of. I guess it, it's. You know how they. A lot of coaches like to have those guys that uh, uh, do whatever um, to help the team. So that was kind of my thing. Um, with being one of the fastest guys on the team, it was kind of you know, wherever the coach put me at. I know I did like corner. Um, I, I, I played safety um, my sophomore year in high school and. Around that time, I kind of like one of those action guys. So it w- w- wasn't really no action back there because no one was really throwing that much. So you know, I asked the coach, can I move the corner to where I can kind of like be in the mix a little bit. I like corner, but I, I just like playing whatever. If, he could, if it would help to win, I love playing it. So it, it didn't matter to me at that time. Well, there you go. Then you moved on to uh, to the UVA uh, Cavaliers, yeah. go, go Cavs. Uh, you played with Matt Schaub and Thomas Jones there. Do you have some memories about playing with those guys? Oh, yeah. I mean, actually, because my freshman year um, was Aaron, Book, Aaron, Aaron Brooks last year. So I had the opportunity to play with Aaron Brooks. Um, I had the opportunity to play with Terrence Wilkins, uh, Thomas Jones, um, Matt Schaub. Uh, I know you're from the Maryland area, so you might have heard of uh, Bryson Spinner. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yep, Bryson Sprinter was there. So I had a, it, it, I had a, a huge, you know, uh, kind of like resume. And one, one guy that sticks out and so funny, um, before I talk about Matt Schaub and Thomas Jones, was, was uh, Heath Miller was there. He was a freshman going into my last year. And the funny thing, every time I tell people the story about Heath Miller, um, Heath was a quarterback when he came into UVA. Right, right. Yeah, and a lot of people didn't know that. Oh yeah, then, yeah, that that's um, crazy how you yeah. go from quarterback to tight end. That's uh, that's right. and, and not just a I tight end, a, like yeah. a, a productive tight end. Right, dominant t- tight end. Uh, you know, in his time. And the crazy thing is, the year after I left, um, and it always happened. And that's why I tell, I try to tell like a lot of young guys, don't worry about not starting right away in college because he went on the practice squad, and that's when he changed over to being the tight end. And when I would watch the game. Um, watch some of the, the UVA games, and they keep hearing this, Heath Miller, Heath Miller, Heath Miller. And I was like, what? And I was like, Heath used to be a quarterback. He's real quiet. His locker's right next to mine. I would mess with him all the time. I would call him Heathcliff all the time <laughs> and mess with him. You know, and I'm like, wow, this this guy, you know, he is, he's grown to, to do some great things. So to, to see him move from quarterback to, like you said, a, a highly productive tight end was, was amazing. That's and uh, Thomas Jones by itself, just the name by itself, trying to block for a dude that's so shifty was a, <laughs> was a task, you know, as a wide receiver to try to block for a guy like him. That's awesome. That's awesome. It's good, that's good stuff, man. So from there, um, from Virginia, so you went on to the Jets. Now, were you um, – I don't see it in here. Were you drafted or did you, did you walk on? How did that happen? Um, I was a free agent, got picked up after the draft, and the, the thing that kills me – and I tell people every time, I actually missed the call from the Philadelphia Eagles the after the draft. Oh, um, really? Right. Right. Kill me every time because the, the, the setup was perfect. I was a kick returner, a punt returner. Uh, Brian Mitchell just retired. 
Um, they were at, at our pro date, and I missed the call. Um, I didn't really have that guidance on how everything works. Even my agent at that time really didn't give me 100% guidance on letting me know that even if you don't get drafted, to keep your phone your phone lines clear because they could call you after the draft. So I received an unavailable call, um, and my mind state it was I didn't want to hear you know, from friends and saying, oh, don't worry about it. It'll be okay. So I just kind of like just sat there. But then when I listened to the messages from the Eagles, I called back. And of course, you know, um, you know, after the draft, they kind of like scramble around to bring guys in the camp who they, who they visited or who they got to see worked out. But um, luckily, you know, I have uh, my agent had reached out to the Jets and they brought me up to camp in uh, 2002. And, and each year, 2002, 2003, made it all the way to the last cut, and just was told it was a numbers thing. So, you know, and being in that camp, those camps, you know, it was Wayne Corbett, it was Santana Moss, Lavernius Cole, Kevin Swain. So we had some some real prolific wide receivers in camp that um, that I got to uh, play play with up there with the Jets. That's that's so awesome, man. Wayne Corbett's a name I haven't thought of or heard right. in probably 15 years, but. God, he was he was a good wide receiver, man. He, he was just so shifty. Um, we are a sports collectible podcast, so let's let's talk about. You have a few cards out there. Do you remember yeah. being part of the like? Was there a photo shoot, or do you, were they just taken from games? Do you remember those at all? Yeah, they they took it from games, took it from practices. Um, the one the one deal that my agent at the time got me was uh, it was for uh, the, the the little holograph holographic stickers. Okay, so it was. I signed 1,200 stickers. I got $1,200. So once I did it and mailed it back, I didn't know where they went at until one day I came in from practice, and we have mail- we have our own mailboxes inside of our you know inside of the building. Sure. And it was an envelope there, and I'm I'm not a superstar because mind you, I played with Curtis Martin as well. Curtis Martin was on the team. Right. Mont Jordan, um, Abraham. Um, so we had like some some uh, Vinny Testaverde. So we had some. Um, some high-profile guys, and for me to receive mail, and when I opened it, it was a kid from Minnesota that asked me if I could autograph the card. But when he opened it, when I opened the, the envelope and saw the card, it was like a holographic-type card. So sure. if you move it back and forth, it changed colors. So I'm sitting there, like, mouse hit the floor, like, wow. You know, like, <laughs> where does it come from? They're like, I'm not a, I'm a free agent. I'm not, like, no, I'm not a big-name guy. Where is this coming from? So I signed it and sent it back. And it was funny because uh, Kevin Mawai was like, hey, if I was you, I wouldn't send it back. I like, because you probably won't see that card again. But <laughs> I sent it back. And <laughs> and I go over there to where we stayed at, and another guy pulls out a card. It, it was me in my UVA uniform, and it was like a, one of the scores rookie cards. I'm like, where did you get this from? And I'm like still trying to figure out where he got this from. I autographed it, and then my brother – had sent me up once for kind of like a, a motivational thing, and I opened it up, and he had bought it offline, and I just like, wow. So it, I just started seeing them on eBay. I started, if I would type my name, I started seeing them come up with like Dunruss. Uh, Stacked them was sent to the house. My dad had bought them up to the training camp one time. So I'm just sitting here just like in like complete awe and, and, and disbelief that me, you know, uh, out of all the people in the United States and play for teams, I, I got a football. So it, was, it was pretty cool to uh, to see that. That's real funny, man. That, did you let's yeah. let's talk about memorabilia for a second? Did you keep anything from your days with the uh, UVA or the Jets or anything like that? 
Yeah, I have two of my jerseys from um, UVA. I should have kept my jerseys from the Jets. I'm not going to lie. I was kind of upset when I, I was released. I didn't. I just like, I just want to get out of here. I did. Um, I have pictures. Because it, it, it's kind of crazy when you don't think you're being watched or being seen by anybody. So, I, you know, I come out of practice one day, and this guy asked me if uh, I was signing this sign something for me. And he called me by name. I'm like, sure, yeah, I'll sign for you. And he opens his notebook. And he had like, he had like 10 um, 8 by 11 8 by 10 pictures of me that he did, like action shots that he did while I was in practice. And same thing. I was like, man, can I get one of these? He said, sure, I'll bring you one. And I autographed a picture for him. And we got to the point where we started swapping things. So when I got my set of cards, when I would walk into uh, the old Giant Stadium for a, a preseason game, he was like, hey, Tavon, I got something for you. So I returned the favor and was like, hey, I got something for you. So I gave him one of the cards I had, and he gave me another picture. So that's how I was able to start keeping memorabilia by people giving me pictures, taking pictures. So I got uh, like five pictures, uh, three of them with, by myself, and I got one with all the wide receiver cards. So it was me, Santana Moss, Wayne Corbett, Kevin Swain, uh, Lavernius Coles, so you have some of the uh, other guys, free, uh, free agents that came in in the camp with me. So that was pretty cool. That's awesome, man. That's a, that's a great story. Yeah. Yeah. That is a great story, <laughs> man. You hear so many horror stories of like you know fans stalking people and and just things ending yeah. bad. And this guy was cool, and you were cool about it, and it, and it worked out. That's awesome. That's yeah. good stuff. Yeah. All right. So what are you doing now today? Let's fast forward to to 2017, and and what are you up to? Um, a little bit of everything. Um, full time, I'm working in the um, school system. I work for the Baltimore County Public School System. So that was, always wanted to work with kids. And I worked from the school system to group homes, uh, mentoring. Um, I started my Taylor Mason Loves the Kids Foundation in 2011. And our mission uh, is to uh, promote kids being active and healthy. Because um, when I started it, it was around that time when the whole obesity uh, obesity thing just hit. And a lot of kids were you know, just becoming more overweight. They stopped exercising. They stopped doing anything. So me and my team, we would go around and do sports fit days, getting kids moving, getting kids healthy, getting them exercising. Um, along the journey, we started picking up every other thing. So we started doing an annual slipper drive. So with the slipper drive, we are start collecting in August, a year before the new year, and in the new year, we have visited different children's hospitals, and I surprise the kids. I do autographs. I spend time with the kids, and I, it allowed them to pick whatever character slipper they wanted. And to, to date, we've collected over 2,000 pair of slippers since 2012, so, um, which is huge. And one good thing that, that's coming up and I'm really excited about, um, we confirmed our last hospital visit for our tour um, next next Wednesday, I'm going to visit the University of Virginia Children's Hospital. So that was like real huge to me to be able to go back where I went to school at and visit the kids there. So we're going to end the 2016-17 uh, campaign at the University of Virginia Children's Hospital. That's great, man. That's a great thing to go out and uh, visit those kids. Now, what what is that um, what is that visit going to focus on? Is it is it going to just be about getting them out and getting kids that can move to move, or just having a good time? Um, more so when I do it, it's more so to, to, I guess, to take their mind off of what they're going through for the moment. Yes, sir. Um, so I know 
you know, I, I can't take them. I can't take them out the hospital because of their illness. So if sure. I can kind of like get them to smile or get them to change, uh, not change, but get them to think about where they at for the moment. Um, I love it. Uh, we visit, um, and I'm pretty sure you know, Eric, because you, you're from Rockville, but like Kennedy Krieger, um, you know, we go there, and we went there this past February, and the lady had told me that and before I came, um, before I came, this young kid wouldn't smile. This young kid wouldn't smile. And then when I came with the slippers and bought, like, coloring sheets, um, the kids start smiling and enjoying themselves. So stuff like that kind of like moves me to um continue to keep doing the slipper drive so it's, it's pretty cool like i said to be able to see the kids have fun and smile for the moment even though they're going through so much stuff at the time um you know we also added in uh a healthy snack drive which we're finishing up for camp st vincent de paul and we also do a winter coat and toiletry job for one of the men's shelters here in baltimore so we have our hand in a few things and we make it seasonal. That way we're not running ourselves in a hole trying to trying to help everybody. So we do everything from fall to winter to spring and then we have the summer coming up. That's awesome, man. That's just that's good, man. Like you get up and you're you're enjoying what you're doing every day. That's awesome. That's good stuff, yeah. man. Good stuff. All right, man, well you, um now did you uh, did I hear that I was reading correctly that you actually wrote a book? Was it a children's uh-huh. book? Wrote a children's book. Okay. Yep. Wrote a children's book called Taylon Does It All. Okay. That's kind of yeah, funny uh, since that's, does it all. Yeah, that was your deal in uh, yeah. throughout your football career and your coaching career now, too. You kind of coach it all and do it all. Right. And, and if you look at the cover, um, you'll see a picture of a, a pair of slippers. You'll see a fairy tale book, and you'll see a report card. Um, uh, you look like you're wearing Michigan garb, though. What happened there? Uh, Looks like you're dressed up as a Michigan player. Oh, that's my. Um, so it was uh, what we wanted to do. We wanted to base it off when I was in middle school. So when I was uh, in Woodlawn Middle, I played with the Woodlawn Rams. Gotcha. So, okay. Um, yeah, we went with the Woodlawn Rams, and inside the cover is pretty cool. Um, I actually uh, have a picture of me seventh grade, my my seventh grade year with the Rams. Okay. Uh, the actual picture. That matches the front cover um, of the of the book, of the yeah the front cover of the book. So um, I went with the uh, Woodlawn Rams when I played in middle school, and it just the, the basis of the book is is more to, and that book is more to Tavon than just playing football, and just try to change you know the, the normal stereotypes about athletes in general, but especially football of just being the, the dumb jock, and all we do is just play football, or all athletes do is just play sports. So on the cover, we had the slippers, and which I just told y'all about the slipper drive. The fairy tale book, um, we do a, a um, we do a, a reading tour every year. So this is our fifth year doing our reading tour. So that starts up this month. So I, I go to different Baltimore County libraries, and I read to the kids, and that's when I get them active. We do jumping jacks, push-ups, everything in the um, in the library. So we're doing three libraries a month. So June, July, August, we have three libraries each month. So. And the report card is I, I push education heavy. So wherever I go speak or even where, when I work at at the school system, I, I preach education, education, education. And so um, I just wanted to – that book was just to let kids know that, you know, yeah, you can do sports, but also 
have something else with you. Have something else that you love to do. My thing is, so happen to be community work. So those kind of the elements that I put in the book. That's that's a great book. I, I'm looking at it here. The color pages, the sample coloring pages that you have on your website are they're pretty funny. Yeah. You you are you look quite yeah. winded in the second <laughs> one here. Uh, <laughs> as there a, there's a medic or a water boy coming up behind you to give you some assistance. That's uh that's right. pretty yeah. that's pretty dope, man. Okay, man. Uh, we are kind of up against it, but before we get out of here, I want you to tell our listeners how they can get involved with uh, Tavon Mason loves the kids and how they can follow you on social media. Um, first, I want, and I tell people this all the time, because, you, you know, with when, so with people having so many nonprofits or so many sports foundation organizations, sometimes it gets lost whether or not some programs are, are true or, or are really helping people. So I ask people just to go to the website, uh, TavonMasonLovesTheKids.org, and look over the whole entire website. We have pictures, we have videos, you know, events or everything that's coming up. And after that, you either click the donate button. You can, when we having a drive going up, you can donate stuff. Um, if you're in the area, you know, no, I would love for people to want to come out and help out. Um, on social media, uh, my Twitter is uh, tmason18 and tmltkf. Um, Facebook is Tavon Mason and Tavon Mason Love the Kids Foundation. Um, and I post everything on those sites. And one thing about me. I'm not saying that all athletes are that way, but one thing about me is if you have a question, um, all you have to do is send me a message, and I'll answer back. I don't send anybody to answer my questions. Um, even for my high, my high school athletes, even college athletes, you got any questions um, about your position or need help or just a little tutor, send me a message, and i answer back. I can attest to that, man. Every, every correspondence that I've had with Tavon, he's, he's answered me back personally, so... That's been really. Uh, I I told him at the very beginning. I really appreciate that. That his he's timely and um, and very professional. So that that's been really cool, man. Uh, we want to thank you for uh, coming on the show with us today, man. Thank you for uh, allowing us to speak with you and giving you an opportunity to uh, to talk about Tavon Mason loves the kids. And I think this is a really cool thing what you're doing here. And if our listeners would be so inclined to go get behind it, just go to TavonMasonLovesTheKids.org and check out his website and. Uh, I think you would be pleased to see that you know this is he's a community man. He's giving back to the community where he's from. I know that we have a lot of listeners in, ba in the Baltimore area uh, that that would be uh, probably prone to get get down with this. So you guys go check that out. Tavon, thank you very much for coming on, sir. Um, it's been great. You are welcome back anytime. Thank you for having me, and just let me know. I'll be right on, man. All right, thank you, sir. All right, have a good one. Thank you. Take care. This is Daryl McKay with Oyo Sports, and you're listening to Beckett Radio. All right, guys, back-to-back -back interviews for you. Chris Keller of Top Shelf Breaks, doing big things like he always does. Always, always. And then Tavon Mason, from former New York Jet, UVA alum, Baltimore, Maryland. Uh, super cool super, dude. Super cool guy. Yep. Uh, if you guys can can go support him at his uh, at his uh, foundation. I, I go check it out, man. Yeah, man. I buy his book. It. Yeah, buy his book for his yeah. kids. You know, get for his kids. For his kids. For, yeah. for the kids. <laughs> for the kids. <laughs> we did ask if he had any his own kids. Yeah, well, you could hear him in the background in the interview, though. You oh, I didn't hear. I wasn't paying attention. Yeah. I, I I usually uh put try to get that noise out of my head. I see. <laughs> I see. 
All right, man. This is uh, going to wrap up the segment or wrap up the show this week. So we're going to get right into Beckett Whatevs. What is? <sighs> I guess, I mean, we could talk about the championships and we will. But the first thing we need to talk about is these these LeVar Ball Leaf cards, man. I I, <laughs> I guess. You digging it? No. Did you get yours? No. 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 I mean, leave it to leave it to leave it to Brian Gray. Leave it to Brian Gray, right? Just the hate he's getting on Twitter and Facebook and everything is just insane. Yeah, I, I see Gre- I, Greg Con like he's the, he's that buffer between right, right, right. between Brian and and you know, Leaf and the world. He he's he's on full defense mode. Um, Brian, you know, Brian's Brian, and he's great. He's great for the hobby. He does. He, I mean, I've I've said it many times over, and, I, and I, I I believe you agree with me. I do. The best interview we had at the industry summit was Brian Gray, and there's a reason for that is because he has he has a passion, you know, that and, he does. And I will I I will say I don't think I've publicly said this, but if I have, then I'm gonna say it again. Brian Gray saved the industry summit this year. If Brian Gray wasn't there, it would have been a completely different story. I agree. Because Upper Deck wasn't there. You right. know, Panini had a small presence. Um, Tops was there, but I mean, we didn't really see him. So right. it was a, uh, it was interesting. So these cards, it's it's a Brian Gray Leaf special, right? <laughs> that that it is. I mean, everything that this you know the ball is doing anyway is special. Right. So you know you couldn't expect it just to be a a, a normal card with a photo and an autograph or something. You know they they went full tilt with it. Sure. And I don't think. You know, I think a lot of people are upset about some of the inscriptions and stuff that were written. But, mm-hmm. you know, I don't and I don't know this for sure, but I don't know if it was like Leaf telling him what to write or it was just him writing it. You know what I, I mean? I, I would tend to believe it's probably just him writing it's it. It's him writing it. And that's what he wrote. Yeah, that's that's, that's who he is. And that's what he's about. No. So. Did you you didn't get one, right? I didn't. I I, I, I was going to I'll be honest. Mm-hmm. I was going to. And I uh, misread the time. OK, I, I got the Eastern Standard and Central all that mixed up. So I didn't, because obviously you only had 45 seconds anyway to get one of the 200 that sold. Sure. Um, no, I didn't. A buddy of mine got one, and uh be interesting to see which one he gets. You know, they're they're in a sealed pack, apparently, some mm-hmm. kind of sealed uh, foil pack, so you don't know which inscription you get. Sure. Uh, there's 25 different inscriptions, so there's about eight of each one, I believe. Um, I don't know if it's quite equal distribution, but that's how I do the math in my head. Okay. Um, and it'll just be interesting to see. You know, there's some that, that diss some, some NBA players current and uh, former and NBA former, players. Yeah. Uh, some stuff dissing uh, that shoe company, yeah, that uh, is real big on the uh, in the market, <laughs> and um, you know there's some there's even some curse words on these uh, mm-hmm. on these cards, so they're definitely kind of toe in the line, kind of edgy, um, and the secondary market is eating it up alive, man. Clearly, you know they they're going for th- three four times the uh, the original sales price from from Leaf, and uh, I don't know. Uh, if I was Leaf, I might be kicking myself. Maybe I stole too low. Yeah, you know, or or maybe I didn't do enough. Maybe I could have done a thousand instead of two hundred. So, um, so many things, so many things to talk about. So many sides you could get on this. Um, at the end of the day, if uh, the sun comes out and is the next Michael Jordan, this will be a great collectible. Sure. Uh, if he comes out and he's a bust, then it, you know. But is it so much about? Lonzo, is it? I mean, it's more about Lavar here, isn't it? I mean, well, it is, but I'm just saying, like, from a collectible standpoint, yeah. long term, if he goes out and does everything his dad said, you know, prophesizing to use a word, you know, mm-hmm. th- then, then you know, these will, these will, you know, if he comes out and, and he's better than Jordan, and he's better than Curry, and he's better than all these people. Do you then, think uh, this? I mean, I don't, I don't see how it could. Well, I, I see how it could, but I don't know if it will. 
give Leaf a foothold in the door to signing Lonzo to an exclusive. Now, that was my question yesterday, and I heard from a few people um, that that will not happen. Okay. Um, Brian Gray uh, apparently has actually come out and said that that would be bad for the industry. Sure. That after the uh, the, the Ben Simmons thing last year, yeah. that, that Panini really needs to, to sign ball, and there needs for the industry to have ball autographs in a licensed product. Well, there you go. That, me- that makes total sense and further proof that Brian Gray is – Right. It's Brian Gray. <laughs> right. Because it, it really hurt basketball this year. Oh, yeah. You know, the, the product's just, you know, Panini, no no knock against Panini. Panini put out great looking cards, great things, but they were they were handcuffed by what how cool the products were going to be and how well they were mm-hmm. going to sell. Um, the rookie class was, was pretty weak this year. Uh, there's nobody stepping up. Nobody did big things. Sure. Um, you know, and, and not having Simmons in there really hurt. Yeah. So it, it really did hurt them a lot. And, and the market as we've talked about many times, just adjusted to that and treated prisms and right, you they, know, they did. different colors as autographs almost. And but it's still just not the same. It's, it's not, not the, same. the same as a mem. It's not the same as an RPA. It's, it's just not the, not the same. And, and to go through two years of that in a row for basketball, I, I fear for the collectors. Sure. You know, you know basketball is probably one of the, I would say, one of the smaller collected uh, of, the, of the major sports. Right. And... Um, that would that would really hurt the industry. So yeah, it really um, would. So hopefully there won't be any exclusives this year on basketball guys, and Panini can can, can put out a full full throttle product and uh, and you know then see what happens. Sure, I, I hope that's the case too. Um, it it I mean geez, if Upper Deck comes in there and snags him, it's just going to destroy everything again. I mean yeah, I mean there's no, I mean and there's not a whole lot you can necessarily do about that, you know. And I hate to say I don't. It's going to sound derogatory. And maybe it is. I I don't know, but um, you know, Upper Deck's a hockey company. Yeah. You know. I mean, that's that's their that's their product they put out. That's what they do. You know, you they know? don't really make basketball products. You know, they have Ben Simmons, and he has one autograph. He has card. one autograph, and it was in a good good one. Champions, good one champions right? Yeah. Which is a whole bunch of. It, it's a great set, but it's it's not a basketball set. Sure. You know, it's not it's not appealing to the basketball collector. They have to go buy and get all these other. Cards they don't want to try to get a shot at this Ben Simmons auto. So get little wood mini cards and all of like yeah of, of golfers. You yeah. know like you know no offense to golfers, but you know a basketball guy doesn't want to open up a box and get a bunch of golfers and 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 different athletes and whatever they want to get basketball, basketball. cards. Imagine yeah. that. So yeah, I think it would be just just you know horrible if that uh, if that were to happen. I think so too. I and I hope it doesn't. I mean no, nothing against Upper Deck and with their authentication program. You know they're. Their UDA thing is really cool. Yeah, and, and they're a company they're they're doing whether they're doing it for defense mechanisms or whether they're doing it for to, to whatever profit from, then sure. you know, they're gonna do what they're gonna do. But I think for the hobby it for needs the hobby for the hobby yeah. it just needs to, to to run with Panini and then let them put out the cards this year. Now, um since we're talking about basketball, let's talk about the Warriors and the Cavs. Woo woo You were right. And it wasn't even close, dude. It really wasn't. <laughs> I, I honestly think they dropped Game Four just to win it at home. I think so too. <laughs> I mean, let's let's be honest. Um, yeah, it, it really wasn't close. You know, they LeBron had yeah, yeah, averaged a triple double and all this other stuff. And now, you know, the first thing they're talking about now is that he's going to L.A. So, whatever. LeBron to L.A. Good. good I haven't heard good that. For Bron, but yep. geez, that'd be awesome. Yeah, Bron to L.A. So now, where that was good for the hobby for KD and and you know. You know, Steph and Draymond and, and Clay Thompson is just the underrated 
He is, man. They all, they all want to look at his numbers. Like, yeah. well, he's only scoring 10 points, 12 points a game. But, dude, he's guarding those guys the best he can. Sure. And just shutting some guys down. Exactly. And, you know, LeBron might score 30, but let me tell you something. He'd probably score 50. Right. You know, if uh, if, if they weren't, you know, switching off on him and, and Clay got a piece of him every now and then. So, um, you know, and Iguodala stepped up that last oh game. Oh, my man. God. That guy's just a winner. He is. He's a winner. He's a playoff champion. Just always finds a way to, to, to be on the right team. Come in the big game, man. He scored 20 points in that final game, and uh, yeah, just really gave him a boost, man. It was he, awesome. He, I mean, he's like the ageless wonder, right? He just—I know, really. <laughs> he just does uh, does all kinds of stuff, and uh, you know, a couple of weeks ago, I went out to that Sock Monkey Junction, and I bought a, I brought, you know, a stack of jersey cards and, and autographs with me. I, like, ten of them were Iguodala's. <laughs> I'm like, hey, man, I'm gonna go on, back through these on like four different teams, <laughs> yeah. right? <laughs> He's awesome, man. Uh, Iggy was was awesome. I, I, this was years ago. This was in two thousand and like six or seven. Iggy was in the slam dunk championship, and I was in Iraq. Oh, okay, okay. And I remember watching the slam dunk con- contest, and he threw the ball off the back of the backboard, off the back, right. And he came down and yoked it. It was like, oh man, Iggy's awesome. I I've just had this fascination with Iggy ever since. But uh, he's. He, just the ages wonder. I think it's great for the hobby. I think it's going to do good things for, for this team to to have this championship for the hobby uh, with Panini having the you know the NBA license and um, I think it can, you know they can do special sets with this like they will you know oh like yeah, Upper Deck will. does with, with hockey and everything, but just from an autograph and memorabilia perspective, I think it's really good. Um, it's not good for the league. I don't think it's good for the league at all. No, no, but again. You know, it's hard. It's good that the Warriors won for for Panini's sake because yeah. they can do all the autographs. Sure. You know, again, um, Upper Deck has the rights to LeBron, and there are no new LeBron mm-hmm. autos. And again, that's it's unfortunate. Yeah, it's very, it's unfortunate. very unfortunate for the collectors who just they got to go back and get something close to his rookie year, which, quite frankly, is very unaffordable. Mm-hmm. You know, where if he was having current cards now, they'd be two three hundred dollars, which is yeah, it's it's a higher price, but you could you know you could at least go after one. You right. know. And um, that's unfortunate. So, but what, you know, what are you gonna do? But we'll see. Hey, and also too, if you uh, you know what else came out today? Speaking of basketball, switch subjects just a little bit. Was the uh, the odds for next year's champion? Okay, so the Warriors are at one to two odds to win next year. Um, the the Cavs, I think, were I don't know five or eight to one, something like that. And then uh, if you're a Nets, a Magic, or a Kings fan. You are looking at a thousand to one odds of winning the championship next year. So uh, yeah, if you got a, if you're, if you're going to Vegas and you're into that kind of thing, put ten bucks on uh, the Nets. Maybe uh, if ten bucks on the Nets, man, and that could uh, that could do you some do you some good there, right? Yeah, man. I mean, it's just uh, you know, it's funny. I don't know where they get these odds from. Obviously, they have some statistics that they right. run some blah 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 whatever. But uh, yeah, how discouraging is though to to be fans of those three teams going dang it another long year yeah it's, you know <laughs> it's like being a browns fan yeah or Cavs much. fan for that matter um. <laughs> so you know whatever it just uh my wizards were uh i think they were like uh 15 to 1 or something like that they were like fifth or sixth in the pack so uh we'll see a little opti- little optimism there a little optimism for the wizards there so. you go but um yeah man that's where we're at for the nba and uh 
you know, I guess we'll start doing, um, you know, we always look for different segments and different things to talk about on the show. We could probably start doing LeBron watch. Yeah. So see when his next press conference is, see where he's going to take his talents. <laughs> and, uh, you know, he's going to make some team great again. That'll yeah. be his slogan. for the, you bet, the I bet he will. So Good job there. <laughs> you like that? Good job. All right. All right. So then we got to <laughs> talk about the uh, the pins, the pins and the uh, the Predators. Now, the Predators kind of just kind of. Kind of fell flat those last couple of games. Such a bummer, man. I saw the the, the fire and the desire. There, I thought they were just gonna, you know, come back and just ride the wave and, and take it. But uh, you know, the Pens are who they are, man. Yeah. And uh, they're they're a good squad, and I give it to them. And uh, you know, they repeated, which is I don't care who you are. That's a that's a tough thing to do in any professional sports to repeat yeah. championships. So um, kudos to them. Uh, I know some of their teams probably going to uh, break up next year, from what I was hearing. Um, you know they're probably missing missing a few guys next year, so it sounds like Flurry might be out the door. And uh, yeah, he's gonna waive his uh, his rights that the protection rights. So, uh, it so expansion draft. Yeah, right? expansion draft. So. And if I'm tell you what, if I'm the Knights, first pick. For I don't know if it's first pick, but it's got to be you know in consideration. Yeah, you know, top five up there. I'd I'd pick Flurry in a heartbeat, man. Yeah. Because so man, it, I mean, I, you have a, a championship caliber goalie sitting there waiting for you. You take it. That's so a good way to start your team. Yeah, it's a real yeah. good way to start your team. So, so that'll be interesting to see how that, that the all plays out. Uh, it should be interesting too for uh, the hockey industry. You yeah. know, to have a new team and a, and a and new cards and new collectors, and uh, it's kind of exciting. Yeah, I think it's going to be a huge tell for the NFL actually, because you know how, how Vegas hockey does is going to. You know, it's a transient city. Right. It is. I very. don't. I don't think it's going to be successful for the NFL. I. It, it could possibly be for. For the for the for the NHL, but I, I don't I don't see how well it's going to do just yet. It, 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 like I said, it's a transient city. People go there to it's a it's a destination place, right? Right, right. So, I mean, having you know forty some odd home games a year, I guess, is a destination type thing if you're that big into hockey. Right. But you know, after wading through the hookers and the drugs and and you know the gambling and all that are you really thinking about going to a hockey game probably not so much although you probably should go yeah. cool yourself off but yeah. uh yeah i don't know that's tough i mean now football is a little different you know eight home games um you know that that could be a big deal i mean a yeah. bunch of boys getting together that's saying true. hey what are you doing this weekend we're going to vegas or catch a football game um and, and it might be not even they're going for the vegas team they might be going for the other teams sure you know a bunch of guys sitting around um, you know, going Giants fans or whatever, like, hey man, let's 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 go to Vegas, watch the Giants, uh, you know, play. I, so you know, I, it might work out. All right. It's just going to be different. I, I think the feel, the stadium. I don't know if there's going to be a home field advantage at the stadium. Yeah, yeah. Know? I don't. I, I, d- I didn't consider that other part of the scenario there. So good job, uh, kudos to you for bringing that up. But I'm just, I don't like Vegas. <laughs> <laughs> you heard it here, folks. I don't. I don't care for that place at all. <laughs> <laughs> I don't care for that place. I don't, you know what? I mean, uh, as we wind down here, I'm going to tell you something else. I oh. don't think I like Seattle anymore. Dang. Just too much. Rain? No, the rain was great, man. The rain was beautiful. It's like, it's like I'm going to make a biblical reference here. And for you, those that, I mean, hopefully you'll, you'll understand. It's like, it's like Sodom and Gomorrah sitting in the middle of, garden, of the Garden of Eden. <laughs> okay. It is so beautiful there. Right. It's so scenic. It is so green and lush and not just the weed, but, like, everything else, you know? Right, right. It's so nice. And then there's just... It's like Sin City. Yeah, it's just there's just hooligans and shenanigans and and a bunch of crap going on around you, man. It's... 
you know, I, I'm like walking with my seven-year-old. I'm like, divert your eyes, divert your eyes. I can't. <laughs> you're seven. You can't see this yet. I, I, I can't let you see this yet. Wow. But man, I don't know. It's just I love I love Seattle, right? I love. I, I'm not from there, but I got there as fast as I could, and I I just I really enjoyed my time there. But going back, it's just not the same. Not the same. Yeah, I, I don't know if it ever is. You know. Yeah. You know, people talk about that all the time, so I don't know if it is. So speaking of going back, mm-hmm. I get to go back to Maryland next month. Going back to Maryland, huh? I'm excited, man. You gonna go check out <laughs> Tavon Mason's uh. uh no, I, I mean I'll be flying into to BWI at some point, but no, I don't know if I'll uh, be able to do that. But okay. I won't. I won't be there very long, honestly. I'm I'm driving the fam down, dropping them off. Uh, we're hanging out one day, uh, and then I'm flying back up here, doing okay. a bunch of stuff. All right, heading to the national, flying straight from the national back to Maryland, picking them up and driving them home. So I'm literally in the Maryland for like two days. Um, okay. So I probably won't get to see a whole lot of people and do a whole lot of things, but. Uh, we are going to eat crabs, mm-hmm. and I'm super excited about that. Heading down to Annapolis and uh, going to do it up, man. Sweet. Do a little, little my birthday celebration down there. So Turning be, 40? Yeah, man. Everybody on Twitter wish Paul a happy birthday. Yeah, man. No, not so much. I don't know, man. Big Hopefully the 40 is the new 30. That's what I'm hoping for. That's what Jay-Z said. Yeah. Jay-Z said the 40 is the new 30. Uh, I hope so. I hope he's right. All right, man. So uh, we're going to be back in the full full swing of things here, uh, back with our regular shows. We have a loaded rest of the month coming up. Uh, Marty Appel is coming uh, to join the show. I don't believe it's next week. I think it's the week after. But I'm ex- super stoked about that. Marty was the PR manager for the New York Yankees. I think part of the '60s and all of the '70s. Perfect. He's written two. No, he's written three great books. His latest book is about Casey Stengel. Okay. And it's just, uh, I saw some some of the some fan mail or whatever. Uh, The guy said it was the best sports book he had ever read. Wow. Read. read. read, Yeah. There you go. Yes. That's crazy. But I'm super stoked about him because Marty, and all his genius, because he is a genius, really. He. You know, work for the Yankees, great PR mind and everything like that. I want to hear stories about hanging out with uh, John Lennon and Yoko Ono. Not not that I like John Lennon and Yoko Ono, but still, right. that's that's like a moment in time that you just can't can't pass up, right? Yeah, that's, that's true. That's pretty cool. All right, man, sounds good. Got him coming up. Uh, Signatures for Soldiers is coming up uh, at the l- end of the month. We're gonna they're gonna be uh, part of our Fourth of July show. I'm still efforting another guy for the 4th of July show. I don't want to give it up yet. It's not 100% no, but then again, it's not 100% yes either. So <laughs> I'm, I don't want to jinx. Fitty, fitty, fitty. Fitty, fitty. I don't want to jinx that in any way. I'm still working it. Um, that's all coming up to you know wind out this month. And then we start our national prep. Um, leading into the national, we'll give you a couple, two, three shows, depending on when they ship our, our equipment, yep. about... You know what what's going to happen? What's happening at the national? They're adding new signers every day. It seems like we got do tickets to give away. Do they need to know anything else other than we're going to be there? I really I mean, don't let, know. Let, let's let's be non-humble for yeah, a moment. Let's be humble. You know, let's not no not be humble. No, okay. I mean, the right. fat packs are going to be at the national, so come come. And the rest is secondary. Come right? hey, uh, <laughs> We I just so you don't you don't know this. I, I know that you don't. Uh, I booked a party in your room. Oh, awesome! So awesome, good deal. With, with our first ticket winner, Mike Smith, uh, Mike S. I don't know his last name is Smith, but Mike S. won our our first ticket giveaway. He's coming for sure. Okay. Uh, all sweaty says, um, "No, I'm sorry, the bearded beer guy, who uh, picked that stupid redneck, oh. white socks and blue ribbon beer." Is he invited to the party? He's he like he's he's providing the beer. Oh, so, uh, okay. He'll all be right. there. Um, 
Mike will be there. We might be there. <laughs> we might be there. <laughs> it's going to be a Paul's room. Somebody's got to be there. Somebody's got to be there. But uh, yeah, come hang out with us. Do fat pack stuff. Uh, all right. That's going to wrap up this show. Hope you guys enjoyed it. Thank you for listening this week. I know that we took a week off, kind of. I, gi- I did give you two shows back-to-back that, that last week I was gone, but I had to go enjoy my vacation and vacate, and I did that. So that's it. Uh, guys, thanks for listening. Make sure you tune in next week, and until then, just keep listening. Cue the Drake.